Welcome everyone to another episode of The Scuttlebutt. I'm your host, Sean Hall, Director of Programming with the Veterans Breakfast Club. We're a nonprofit in Western PA whose mission is to create communities of listening around veterans and their stories to connect, educate, heal, and inspire. I'm recently back from a month away of paternity leave, so I hope you enjoy the reruns of The Scuttlebutt. Um, but I have some really interesting episodes lined up uh, from for here throughout the rest of the year. Uh, the first one being uh, my sometimes co-host, Catherine Guyon, uh, brought me a very interesting story about something called T. TMS. It is a treatment for post-traumatic stress. What is TMS? It is transcranial magnetic stimulation. It's a non-invasive form of brain stimulation. It, it, it's a device that sits right here on your head, uh, and it, it operates completely outside of your body, and it affects the central nervous system's activity by applying a powerful magnetic field to specific areas of the brain uh, that we know are involved uh, in, in PTS. It's a really innovative treatment. We're going to have three veterans on of three different eras uh, joining us on one window. It's the first time we've done that, so if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see three veterans, uh, one of Vietnam uh, post 9-11 and uh, sort of the Granada and uh, Beirut, uh, and then into the post 9-11, uh, three veterans. Uh, their names are Dirk Harkins, Terry Wildman, and Brian Majeski. Uh, they all have received uh, TMS. They all swear by it. Uh, they're here to answer questions about it and uh, hopefully get you interested if you're a veteran and you're interested in hearing more about treatments for PTS, maybe something else hasn't worked, you're, you're open to other things, TMS might be for you. So listen to this program. Catherine reported on this a couple times over the last couple years. I'm going to link those into the chat and actually have the segments of her WTRF uh, news reporting within the podcast. Um, so I hope you enjoy this episode. It's really informative on, on TMS. Uh, I found it to be sort of fascinating on how much it has helped uh, these three veterans and many, many more veterans uh, over the last couple years. Uh, so please like, share, subscribe, and ring the bell on YouTube so you're the first to know whenever we release new episodes. And please reach out to me, Sean, S-H-A-U-N at Veterans Breakfast Club org if you have any questions. I also have Dirk's contact information, uh, so I'm happy to share that. He wants people to connect with him so he can get them uh, hooked up with treatments of TMS. Most of this is taking place in Ohio, uh, as Catherine reports out of Northern West Virginia, and I'm over here in Pittsburgh. Uh, we're sort of hitting this area, uh, but TMS is actually happening a little bit more nationwide than that. Uh, so uh, if you have any interest in it, please uh, connect with me, and I'll be happy to connect you with Dirk. Uh, enjoy uh, but, uh, today, we have a really special and interesting subject uh, that Catherine Catherine Guyon, uh, our wonderful co-host, has brought to me um, transcranial magnetic stimulation. It's something that's going on in Ohio. And uh, Catherine, I'm just going to let you take it away because this is a very interesting treatment for PTSD that we're going to dive into here with our wonderful veterans joining us uh, from Ohio. Uh, but Catherine, thank you so much again for being a part of the podcast. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm always excited to be here on Scuttlebutt, but maybe even a little bit more so today because I'm kind of blending um, my TV life with I guess my podcast life. So I first heard about TMS treatments um, probably about two years ago or so. I had a veteran friend of mine in the Ohio Valley call me and say, you're never going to guess what's happening in this tiny little room in the Harrison County Sheriff's Department. So I bet a lot of our listeners don't know where Harrison County, Ohio is. If you don't, you will by the end of this, because um, what these gentlemen are doing is really putting it on the map. I am so excited to have you guys hear firsthand what TMS treatment is doing, but there are people that can explain it far better than I can. So I would like to welcome our three guests and I'm gonna have you guys introduce yourself. Terry, Terry Wildman, Wildman, United States Marine Corps, Vietnam War. I came into order with the TMS. I started out when I came home from Vietnam, I had uh, P PTSD, but nobody knew what it was. I went to a couple of psychiatrists, you know, they, they never heard anything like that. All they told me was you're ready to explode. Mm. So for years and years and years, I suffered with a post-traumatic stress disorder. And I also slept with a sleep disorder. At home, it was hard because uh, I was drinking, I was fighting all the time. Uh, I had a wife and uh, two children, you know, and I got to the point in my life that, uh, I couldn't control what I was doing and uh, I almost committed suicide. I was in a basement with a shotgun and I was gonna blow my head off and my daughter come running down the steps, no daddy, you know, and then I knew that I had to find something, somebody, and I searched and searched for years and years. And uh, I went to a psychiatrist at Pittsburgh at the VA hospital and uh, they asked me how my sleeping pattern was. 
and I told him I haven't slept for 50 years. And he said, what do you mean by that? And I said, I've never slept a night in my life without waking up in a cold sweat or being in the jungle or doing something toward what happened in Vietnam. It got so bad that my wife had to go in the other bedroom and sleep because when she moved in bed and I, and I was, I would react violently to it. So uh, I went through all that and we suffered through all that for years and years and years. And then finally I come up with the TMS that I'd heard about it and Dirk called me and I want to try it, you know, for, uh, for a period of time for 30 days for a half hour a session. And I said, it was worth anything to me to, to correct the problem I have with my sleep pattern and help with my PTSD. So I started into the program and eventually as a program went the first week, I didn't notice a whole lot. The second week, it was a slight bit. When I finished the program of 30 days and a half hour a day, I couldn't make myself dream. The dreams were gone. Uh, I, I wound up crying out, I could, you know, tell you just, it was so great to get in bed and have my wife alongside me again. I didn't have to worry about doing anything or hurting anyone. And this program, uh, I would recommend any veteran who suffered PTSD or sleeping disorder to try this program. What it's done for me, what I've seen, and I know a lot of veterans that suffer through this, uh, it, it's a positive thing. It's a big thing. It's a thing that'll help you. And uh, you'll be right alongside a bunch of other veterans. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Terry. You. Uh, Dirk. Hey, my name is Dirk Harkins. Uh, I served in the United States Army for six years. I was with uh, 82nd Airborne, and I am the peer-to-peer uh, -peer lead recruiter in the state of Ohio for our Ohio ETMS program. Uh, and it's a, not only is this this program for the veterans, we also have extended it out to the first responders in the state of Ohio and beyond. So if you're from West Virginia, Pennsylvania, you can come across here as long as we, we you know have a place for you to stay and give us a 30-day, four weeks to six weeks of your time, we can... Uh, help you with some of the symptoms here. I'll tell you about later what this does, but uh, that's my title. Uh, what I do, I, I'm a peer-to-peer -peer recruiter and I'll, Brian's one of my recruiters. He'll, I'll let him tell you about himself. Hello everyone, my name is Brian Majeski. I'm a former US Marine. I served from 1982 to 1990. Um, for your older folks, um, Ronald Reagan sent us to Grenada on Operation Urgent Ferry. And then uh, right before that, they blew up the barracks in Beirut, Lebanon. Uh, killing 241 uh, servicemen mm -hmm. and um, after we took care of business in Grenada we steamed over to the to Beirut Lebanon and I spent three months there in Beirut from November to towards the end of February and then um, I completed eight years total of service and then I got out and then in 2006 um, I took a DOD contact contracting job I do heating and cooling for a living and I got a job contracting and I spent four years in Iraq and another three years in, in Afghanistan. And um, it, uh, it really affected my sleep. Um, seeing a lot of the, uh, the kids, I think when I was in the Marines, I was bulletproof and a lot of that just really didn't bother me as nearly as much as uh, when I did the contracting because a lot of those, at that time I have, and I still do, I have kids and all I could see was my kids and those, and those, uh, those men and women's eyes. Um, some of those soldiers, they did four and five tours, um, being taken away from their family. Um, and they stood up to the challenge and they went and they fought every day. And I, I, I come back home and there are a lot of those men and women that I've ran across uh, that are suffering from uh, sleep disorders, um, substance abuse, um, family problems. And uh, this TMS program, uh, will help them uh, get, get away from some of those problems with the, uh, the TMS, the, um, the Tesla magnet that they, uh, they put on your forehead. Um, my time with this, this program, I'm just a, a recruiter, a mentor peer-to-peer -peer for the Ohio Valley. Um, the hospital that I'm working out of is in, is in uh, Belmont County. It's in Barnesville. Uh, we hope to have it up on its feet here in the middle of uh, February. Um, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, um, we can give you the information. Um, I would be more than glad to come and talk to anyone and give them the help that they, they truly deserve. So I want to start with 
you know, I'm going to, we're going to show some video here in a second um, that I have that we shot through uh, my TV station, WTRF. But to explain this to folks, it, it it's almost, I'm going to explain it the way that Dirk, you explained it to me, which is it kind of is like pressing control alt delete on your brain and resetting it. So, um, you know, Dirk, since you first introduced me to what this treatment was, kind of explain it to our listeners, what exactly TMS is and how it kind of resets your brain. Yeah, what we have is called ETMS. It's a customized application of transcranial magnetic stimulation. Uh, the therapy is non-invasive, non-painful, and it's a drug-free option to improve your maximum brain health. And what we do, it's a very personal, personal to each individual. Uh, the therapy begins with identifying the areas uh, where your brain function has been a little uh, disrupted and we enhance it by uh, this magnetic stimulation. And by doing that, what we'll do is we'll take an, uh, a wireless EEG, a 10 minute EEG with your eyes closed where we're uh, reading 20 parts of your brain waves and we're looking at the neurons and seeing how they're firing for both sides of your brain to work at optimal level. Your highest peak should be on line 11 zero to 20 most people are between 8 and 14 and we're just trying to get that closer to that line 11. Uh, we do that we take that recording and uh, like i said it's personal so then we uh, throughout the measurement and analysis of your brainwave activity we identify where the harmful disruptions are in the brain and where the cadence of the, your neurons have been disrupted and then we just set the program to the the, the tesla magnet like brown was saying earlier we place it on a frontal part of your uh, forehead here for uh, 14 to 16 minutes. Uh, what that machine will do is it'll uh, send out the uh, frequency, the impulse for uh, 14 to 16 seconds and arrest. Then it'll administer 14 to sec 16 seconds of say exercise for your brain. And uh, it'll last for 14 to 16 minutes. The whole procedure throughout that day will be uh, 30 minutes and it could take four weeks to six weeks of uh, five days a week to get your maximum results. And I want to emphasize to people how non-invasive this is, because I've been with you guys as you have done these treatments. It's almost like you wear, I guess the best way to describe it is like a little helmet on your head. But I've been with you and we've chatted while you were doing these treatments and you guys have um, been, you know, chatting with each other while you do these treatments. So really it, it is extremely non-invasive. Yeah. You're right, uh, Catherine. That's a pretty accurate picture of what you're showing right there. That's where we're going to place this one. It's a little different than what you've seen in our uh, sheriff's office here. Uh, and that's what it does right there. It just stimulates brains like going to the gym and exercising your muscles. That's what we're doing there. And what we're doing is when we're regulating the neurons, putting them back to where they need to be, where they're balanced and both sides of their brain are working at the optimal level, is in the daytime, we're getting that person into that alpha setting where they're just clicking. You know how you go through a day and just things are clicking for you and everything's going smooth and you're just reacting. Things aren't bothering you. That's what this does. Uh, and at nighttime, uh, it's putting you into that delta uh, mind frame where you're getting into that deep REM sleep. Uh, not only does this work, work for uh, traumatic brain injuries, post-traumatic stress, substance use disorders as well, sleep disorders, mental illness, sexual trauma, concussions, whole list of things that we're seeing at work for, but it's a quality of life. It's given uh, veterans with uh, sleep problems, sleep, better sleep. You just heard Terry's story. That's not a unique story. We, we, we see this over and over again. People are coming in here getting, we're, like some of the Vietnam veterans like Terry, he couldn't sleep for more than 45 minutes a night without disrupted sleep. Now he's able to sleep seven hours through the night and you know waking up feeling good. Well, we all know how much sleep is uh, part and parcel with mental health, that if you don't have good sleep, it can really affect everything else. Um, and it's so interesting because uh, we've had people onto the podcast before talking about PTSD treatments or PTS treatments. Um, one more recent being the stellate ganglion block, a, a shot that goes into the back of the neck that seems to be even less invasive than that. Uh, and a lot of what they've talked about uh, that I've heard throughout the, the life of the podcast is that fight or flight that the PTS puts you in fight or flight uh, constantly. You, you, you don't, your brain doesn't slow down to use something that I've read of what you've uh, mentioned, Dirk, is that you didn't feel like you could slow down. And this is something that TMS does. It helps the brain be able to slow down. Is that right? Exactly. What uh, I noticed with myself, you know, say at the house, the kids would knock over a glass of milk or something. 
instead of just getting a tile clean up, I'd hear the bang. It would make me jump because of the loud bang. And then I'd see the aftermath of the milk. And I would get in that angry mode or bangs roll out or I hear something. And then I would be stuck in there. And I could, I'd get in that fight mode and then I'd be stuck there for a week or two or three weeks. And everybody around me is walking on eggshells. And then I just couldn't, everything from that point in time would just anger me even more in you know, any little thing. And I couldn't snap out of it. After the TMS uh, treatments, it gives me that pause. You know what I mean? You can hear a bang, boom, something happened. The neighbor across the street shoots a gun before I just want to go there and, and rip his head off because it would just get me in the mindset to where, and now I realize I can take that pause and realize, well, you know, he's just over there fighting in his gun for gun season and that, I'm, it's not a threat and there's no reason to be angry. It gives you that pause. It gives you that time to be able to, think more clear, make better decisions. Uh, one of the things that was bothering me a lot was migraine headaches. This is one of the things that TMS is uh, FDA approved for migraine headaches. After May 20th, 2007, I was hit with a stack of IEDs in Tikrit, Iraq, and Medivactone. And from that day on, every single day, I woke up with some level of a headache. Three to four days a week, I'd have a full-blown migraine. After four treatments of TMS, I woke up for the first time in 12 years without a single headache any level of a headache four days in a row went on and that was in 2019 and to this day 95 96 7 percent of the time i do not wake up with any level of a headache can you tell me a bit about that that recovery like the four day like you you started tms and what a relief it was to feel normal <laughs> yeah normal is, you know i don't know about the word normal because I don't know what that is. I don't know if they should even have that in a dictionary because we all have a different definition of that. But, you know, it did give me a great sense of normalcy to where I would feel normal. Uh, and, and I told them, I said, if this is all it does for me is get rid of these headaches, I'll go back to Ohio and I'll be happy as a pig in mud. But it just gave me focus and energy. And I was reading books, you know, before I couldn't read a page without getting them headache as the, just the stress and the, whatever it was. And I read four or five books out there and could retain all the information, write a book report about it. Uh, it's just amazing, you know, and then just to be, I just knew at that point in time when I went to Texas that they've been doing this on, on the West Coast for 15 years with small teams group, Navy SEALs. They use them for uh, some colleges, big colleges out there, professional athletes. And we didn't have the availability on the East Coast. when I. That's why I had to go to Texas. By the grace of God, Senator Hogan, knew of this opportunity and I got myself in some trouble where I was going to take my life and just think about ending it. And he got me to Texas and uh, coming home, I knew that I couldn't be selfish and self-centered and I'll try to you know, get a hold of Senator Hogan and say, we need this for our brothers and sisters back home. And uh, two years ago, we had a one-year program where we worked with uh, Western University of High State. And now we're working with uh, Perry Behavior Health Choices in New Lexington, Ohio. And we were able to incorporate uh, first responders into this program as well. So it's been amazing that we get to see this change people's lives, restore hope, put marriages back together. Uh, it's just the things you get to see every day. I just, you know, I feel very blessed and be part of it. You, I, well, I guess this question is for all, you know, all three of you, but I mean, Dirk, since you were the first one to kind of go through this, were you skeptical at all, any of you, as to if this would work? Because I know this, I'm sure this is a problem you guys run into, and I can, you know, maybe hear some people listening to this say, okay, I'm, I'm still a little skeptical. Were you guys skeptical at first when you heard about this? Yeah, I'll go first, and then I'll let Terry tell you something real quick, because uh, I was very skeptical. You know, I was a the bomb at barrel. I don't know what the bomb at barrel is either because I think the bomb at barrel would be death because you there's times where you think you can't go any lower and you do and it's just a terrible place to be so at that point in time I wasn't on a winning streak when I was going to Texas yeah I just got thrown in jail I went to the fourth floor of site board in the VA for what I had done uh, you know wrestling around with the sheriffs and everything like that uh, so when I go to Texas, I've tried everything. The VA, they'd hand me hundreds of pills. You know, I mean, that was their solution to the problem and uh, some therapy as well. But uh, I was very skeptical. And I was like, but I was willing to try anything because I was at the end of my ropes. But then after four days now, that treatment, I don't think I've not one day 
since 2019 had a day where I haven't talked about TMS. So, yeah, I was very skeptical. Yeah, when I, excuse me, when I first heard about it, I was also skeptical. I said, I can't believe all these years I went through what I went, and now they finally got something that may help me. You know, I wasn't real sure at first, but after I went through the program, I was able to come out to the other side positive and change my whole life around the way I was. You know, I, I myself was so thankful and grateful for this, this finally come here now. I wish it would have come 30, 40 years ago. It would have saved me a lot of hardship and a lot of, a lot of problems. But uh, yes, I'm a true believer in it. I think anybody that has a problem with this needs to challenge and go and try it and see. Don't, don't, don't get discouraged and say it won't work with you've never tried it. You want to hear Terry's story? About two weeks into it, uh, he thinks I'm going to tell a wild one, but he's getting in trouble all the time. This is a good story. About two weeks into this, and the service officer, he walks in, he throws the door open one day, and he goes, hey, big guy, I got to tell you something. I thought he was going to whip me for some reason, the way he come in there. And uh, he was so excited. He goes, I don't know what you've done to me. He says, this is the first time in 50 years that I've got to sleep through the night. No interrupted sleep. No outside noises distract me. And he was just so excited and happy. We had a pretty emotional moment together talking at that. And he was he was so excited about being there. He wanted me to get the guy out of the chair in front of him because he just wanted to get in there and get that treatment, you know. But uh, that's the things it does for you, you know. Uh, people get excited, and then just like him, he just he goes out and tells everybody. You know, you know, go ahead, Derek. When, when I first came home, you know, there was nobody that could understand PTSD. Back in 1969, when I came home, it was just something I heard of. I went to two or three psychiatrists, you know, and it was like, they never heard of PTSD, you know? And uh, finally, when this came up, you know, and uh, the last doctor I went to, Wheeling, you know, he said, Mr. Wildman, said, you're gonna have to find somebody to help you because you're just like gonna have your, your thumb on a bottle shaking, you're ready to, you're ready to explode. You know, and I could see that with everything with my family and everything that was going on. But dear God, what a what a lifesaver this is. And I would tell anybody, please try it. Give it a chance. Go out of the way to make sure you can do it and try it. I think this brings up a really interesting point. Looking at I mean, this is the first time on the scuttlebutt that we've certainly had three veterans on in one window, like I said, but but definitely three veterans from three very different conflicts. Um overlapping a bit here or there, but um you know, does TMS then it's for across the board age-wise? It can be for the 22-year-old all the way up to World War II. 75, I am. Oh yeah. You're a young, you're more. a young buck now still. Yeah. <laughs> I feel a lot better like one. We've had everybody from the ages of uh with the machine that Catherine's seen in the back room to sheriff's office from the age of nine to eighty-two. And every single one has had some positive uh Results, like I say, it's a quality of life machine as well. Uh, so whatever you know, the quality of life is uh, from. I don't want to talk about what the the, the family had the nine year old here for, but the eighty two year old was uh, had a lot of the, the sleep disorders for twenty some years. Was taking sleep medications, and then after the, her fifth or sixth treatment, I think I think it was a six one because we wrote it down. Uh, she'd fell asleep reading her off. Uh, book and then she was going to she would put her audible bible in her ears and go to sleep every night and while she's reading her book she fell asleep in her clothes she wore while she was reading her glasses and she slept through the night for the first time and i asked her you know that's awesome to see if that get the benefit to the machine and not take that medication and you know at some point in time if you have to take it take it uh she did this treatment she completed it a year and a half ago and to this day i saw her a couple weeks ago and she still hasn't touched any of her uh, sleep medication so all ages it benefits i was going to say that was my next question is how long do the effects of this treatment last is it something we know that pts doesn't just go away it's something that you work with you deal with and you continue to uh uh have to treat in some way but uh to get out of that first uh instance of, of really bad symptoms you know to come out of that is there more treatments that you have to take is it every year is it every six months what is recommended what we're noticing with this project right now is if once you get to the 30 treatments, uh, that's where it's people are maintaining the longest benefits from it. It's, you know, uh, some folks, they, they take a little more than, might take a little more than 
30 treatments. But uh, most of the ones who've came through their first program, first year, have not had anything come back. If they do, what we call what is called as a professional enhancement phase at that time. You've already, whatever you start out of your baseline, I come here, my bottom of my barrel, and I do my first go around, I'm here. You know, I may start struggling with some sleep or having some focus or mood problems, and I may think I want to try it again. So we'll run them through it again, but it may be 10 to 15 sessions at that point in time. And it just lines up the neurons back up, just like getting back into your workout routine. But, uh, you, I know a lot of this dirt for you has been in the first year was kind of word of mouth. You know, you knew a lot of veterans kind of right in Harrison County where the first location was that, um, you know, needed this treatment. But now you guys have expanded across Ohio. You're in, I think you told me five locations now. So how do you, how do you recruit people? I know you mentioned to me the other day, you were talking to a group. So how do you recruit people to come and be part of this? Not, not just wanted to tell you when you had your article on TV, you put uh, it on TV. I had a tremendous amount of people call me and ask me, Terry, is this thing for real? You know, is this true? What you, everything you said and stuff. And I referred them, you know, to Dirk. You know, there, there was a lot of people down home where I'm from at Marks Ferry, you know. Uh, and I just had a lady the other day, uh, I stopped in the Times Leader, and uh, her son is, uh, is a young man and suffering from severe, severe problems of. Uh, just everything you can think of. And uh, I give uh, Dirk, I give her phone number to her and, uh, and, and a sheet from this TMS to read and everything. And she's thrilled by it. She's thrilled by it. She wants to get her son involved in it, you know, to, to come on and take this. I didn't mean to interrupt him. No, you're fine. Yeah. Is okay. that what it is then? Is it still a lot of word of mouth? Or I know you guys are going and talking to some groups of veterans, but you know, what's uh, what's the recruitment for this? One of the best, one of the first things I'll do is I'll get, when, like, we have location in two in Columbus, one in New Lexington, one in Youngstown, one in Barnesville. If they have a veterans court, that's the first place I'll go to, is I'll go in there and introduce myself to the judge. I'll call ahead of time and get an see if I get an invitation to come to there and meet the veterans there and their probation officer and let them know what we're doing in town by the veterans organizations. And then it just kind of spreads out from there. We build, I build a relationship in that community with those veterans and first responders. And then once I get like a, up in New Lexington, we've been up there for three years. It's kind of self-feeding itself now. I really, you know, I went up there and I spent a couple of years of word of mouth, like you said, and then with help like yourself and people uh, hearing about it. Uh, and then they come and do it. And it's just like, you eat that best steak you ever had at the roadhouse down in say Martin's Ferry, you're going to go tell somebody and they're going to go try it. You know what I mean? So that right now in New Lexington, we're seeing the men and women there so excited and so happy about what they're benefiting and the results is they're telling friends. And we just have some, a peer to peer mentor there with the veterans. We will always have a peer to peer mentor, a veteran or first responder at every location to identify your needs. Because uh, this is an overall wellness program, there's much more that we can offer you than this physical therapy and, and different things like that. But uh, it's pretty. That's how we do it. Brian has something to add. Yeah, um, I think what's helped me so much is uh, I'm from a small town, and everybody knows everybody. Everyone knows who's on the fire department, and everybody knows who's the the the, uh, the police department, the veterans, uh, their moms, their dads. A lot of even with firefighters and police and the veterans, just the same way, uh, their their dad or grandpa was in, in a war and they felt obligated to, to serve their country. And um, I, like I uh, said, I've got the Barnesville area. So I uh, I went and uh, got the phone numbers for the VFW and the Legion and the uh, chief of police and uh, contacted those folks and set up some meetings. And, and it was, and, and Dirk, he was with me too. Um, it was the same thing. The, the fire chief, his son was on the fire department. His father was there. His father was in the Air Force back in the 60s. Um, he's having the same problems that Terry was having uh, with sleep. It's, it's the older gentleman, as well as it is the 25-year-old the is struggling. They, and and um, you get into these smaller communities like that, um, and, and everybody, uh, the word of mouth is the best advertisement. You can have all the signs and literature and stuff like that, but the, somebody in that small community is going to talk to somebody else. In fact, we went to the, uh, the Legion and I was asking him how I could get a hold of the, the chief of police. 
He says, give me one second. Within two phone calls, I had the phone number for the chief of police and a, a meeting set up within an hour to go over and talk to him. Um, we, uh, we've we done some interviews and I know this is kind of uh, off the subject, but um, what we're particularly talking about, but these, uh, we did a, an interview with a gentleman and we gave him this, this uh, sheet here that, that tells what uh, TMS does for you. And he's like, yep, I got that. Yep, 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 yep. I have all those problems. And this gentleman's already been through the VA. Um, they gave him what, a 32 pills. The gentleman was on 32 pills. They, uh, they fought with him with his disability. He had uh, a, a lot of bang ups. Uh, he was in an IED attack. And um, anyway, some of that stuff that the VA offers is good. It's a, I'm not going to knock the VA. I, I go to the VA. I have no complaints whatsoever. But some of the stuff, they're just not up to speed uh, with the, handling some of these folks that have all these problems. And he was so excited that there was something else out there that he could try that would be able to help him. And the most important thing was him was his quality of life and his family. He, he, the gentleman, he's, he, he has to sleep on the couch because of the of the impact of, of what he went through. He did four tours in Iraq, four tours. He was taken away from his home. He was in infantry. I mean, he was a real deal. And um, that gentleman, when he goes through the program, I, I, I promise you that he will go out and talk to people. And uh, he's better than any advertisement that's on the on TV or a piece of paper. So um, that's the most rewarding part of my job is getting out there and, and uh, giving somebody a, a better quality of life. You can't, you can't, Beat it. Can't put a I'll price on that. Oh, go ahead, Sean. I was just saying you can't put a price on that. Um, Catherine, yes, I, have a, I have a question. Please go ahead. No, I was just going to say I think that um, you know you guys are giving veterans maybe something uh, like another gift in addition to like their quality of life back, and that's kind of a sense of community because I've been there with all of you guys, you know, at the sheriff's department, and I've seen you, you know, and other veterans kind of after their treatments hang out a little bit, talk and chat. I mean, you're giving each other not only that quality of life back, but that sense of community and, and, you know, a group of friends that understand not only what you've gone through, but understand the treatment you're undergoing and what your life could be like. Like, there's such a even stronger sense of community among all of you that have been through this treatment. You know what? One thing I wanted to tell you, he brought up the fire service. I spent 50 years in uh, on Ladder 1 at Martin's Ferry and 25 years in heavy rescue EMS. And there was a period of time traumatic part of what I saw in the military and what I saw, you know, I was fighting the double-edged swords. I mean, I had traumatic things from the fire service and the EMS along with Vietnam, and I was dealing with all that before we had anything like this to happen. What I did, our TMS back then in them days was go to the bar and get drunk. That's what we did. As your medication. You know, we, we went there and got drunk and talked about it and then went home. You know, it was just that type of thing then, too. There were so many things at that period of my life and a lot of other guys' life, I would imagine, saying that it, there was, a, it was just a lot of traumatic things happening in our lives and things that we were doing that we had to deal with. You know, when you're 18, 19 years old, 21 years old, it's a tremendous thing to, to deal with those kind of stuff. You know, like when I came home, you know, I left Vietnam on Friday and was back home uh, Sunday, you know, and... and, and I, I couldn't hardly fit into my, to what it was. I couldn't, a bang, I was on the ground, uh, this here, anything like that, I couldn't stand. You know, it was just, it was a terrible thing. I'm telling you that this is, uh, this TMS, the way it's going right now, can help the first responders, plus the fire service people, and plus our veterans, uh, I think is a gift from God. Yeah. Dirk, uh yeah. After you had these treatments down in Texas, you sort of com committed yourself to getting the word out, to to helping other veterans. Um, why did you make that decision? Uh, you know, maybe I'd be interested to hear that. Uh, my story's not unique by any means. You know, I, I, there's a we have this number of 22 veterans a day committing suicide. Mm -hmm. So for me, to you know, at one point in time in my life, I would never think of that would be unacceptable or not even imaginable to think I would think taking my life but I got there you know disruption in the patterns of my neurons uh coming back not being able to fit in feel like I didn't fit in or all, all kinds of other things uh so 
for me to have to go to Texas to get this, it was, I felt that's unacceptable because then they've been doing it for 20 years on the uh, East Coast, and I would be so selfish, selfish and self-centered to come back to Ohio and get myself straight and not be able to help other people who need it, who can't figure out, like me, you know I mean? I couldn't figure out why I was feeling these things or thinking these things. Uh, and I was self-medicating, just like Terry just said, just everybody else, you know, my belly up with my veterans and they would understand, you know, better than over a couple, 10 or 15 beers and where I could sit across from a psychiatrist, psychologist. So I just felt the need uh, to come back and share this with my brothers and sisters. That's just the way I am, you know, you, you got to pay it forward. And it took, there was a, believe me, there was a lot of effort for the community to get me to Texas to get me the help I needed. And I'm not, I, I didn't forget that. And there's and a, another a name I want to mention too, Dirk, that I know had a big part of this, and you mentioned him earlier, and that's um, Ohio State Senator Frank Hoagland, who kind of really helped you with this. And he also was kind of the one, like, you know, you had to get funding from the state for that first, you know, that first trial and, uh, you know, to make it succeed. So I know that uh, you always give a lot of credit to him. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, we mentioned his role in all this, because uh, am I right in saying like that first trial you guys had, that had to be funded by the state, right? Yeah, this is the second one is being funded by the state as well. And he's a huge part of this, you know what I mean? And he he, he told me uh, when I was in Texas as well, He uh, we talked back and forth out in Texas and he, and he was going to try to bring this to Ohio and see what it was doing for me and myself and hearing stories from other Navy SEALs that was on the West Coast. He uh, he told me, your ass owes me. That's what he said. <laughs> so here we are. I'll, whatever he needs, he helped save my life. I want to help. You know, we're not in the business of saving people's lives. We're because that's up to Jesus there. Uh, we're in the business of just helping them get some tools in their tool bag and giving them back some hope. And uh, he, I guess, you know, God just uses us for one of his tools to put us in the right place at the right time to help other people. And I want people to know, too, this isn't, I know from talking to you, this isn't like, a, okay, you're done with your treatments, go on your way. Like, you guys still follow up with everybody. I know, mm -hmm. you know, you can connect them to counseling. You mentioned physical therapy, anything else. Mm -hmm. They may need some, maybe even when they're done with that four to six weeks, like, they're still being kept up with, with this program. Like, nobody's on their own once they start. Nobody's on their own. This is an overall wellness program. We have we have opportunities for physical therapy. Uh exercise, psychology, psychiatrist, deep tissue massage, some other things. And then once you complete your treatment, uh, you know, we're here to help them do anything. If they need help with the VA claim, we know we're at the VA, but we know all the right avenues to send them down. If we don't, we find it. Uh, but we stay in, in touch with them three months, six months, nine months, and one year to see how they're doing. If they, you know, maybe they need to come in and recycle back through for some of our professional maintenance phase that we were just talking about earlier, Sean, mm -hmm. then we may do that. But, uh, we that brotherhood that you were talking about earlier, Catherine, coming together and sitting in the back room and cutting up, that is such a huge success for this program because it's giving them, you know, they all can relate to each other. They can talk a little different to each other than they can to somebody down at the, you know, right. at the store. And it, it's, we understand the, the, uh, the uh, sense of uh, comedy or whatever they might use, sense of humor, I'm trying to say. That they may have so it's we always have a peer-to-peer -peer there on that location as well and it's 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 making it very successful speaking the same language as, as veterans do um yeah. definitely uh so this can also be a relief for like addict addiction addictive behaviors yes sir uh right now uh it's not fda approved for that but that's where one of our locations in uh, Columbus is under FDA guidance. This whole program is, and we're showing that it's because we're seeing it every day, reduce opioid or alcohol in intake. In some cases it's uh, eliminated completely, you know, it's just another one of the tools that we can throw in their tool bag to help them. Uh, the, 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 the thing is that this, you know, once we're lining the neurons back up where they need to be, they're making more rational, uh, better decisions, sleeping better. So it's helping with the, the substance abuse disorders as well. So, um, you know, I, I want to, Dirk, I know I've asked this to you before, but I really want to direct this question to, you know, Terry and Brian. You mentioned like so many other people had 
you know, talk to you and even, you know, Brian, while you're working as a recruiter, what's that like for you then to see like someone, you know, who has also struggled then come into the program and start feeling relief? Because I mean, you know, for some of you, you've seen your friends go through this. So what's that like, you know, for you guys to see somebody, you know, come in and get relief? It's, it's very rewarding. It kind of reminds me like being in a fire team or a squad or a platoon. You know everybody, you know their, their family background because you're always together. You've got no one to talk to but each other. Um, and you kind of you kind of put yourself in their shoes and they put themselves in your shoes because you pretty much have taken uh, the same bite out of the pie, you know, as far as uh, all the trauma and, and being away from home, um, missing your family, um, and it's you feel like you walk into a, a, a an elevator and there's four people in there and if there's one guy and there's a marine you start talking you know you've known that guy your whole entire life and you just say hey where you a station at what was your MOS and, and that that's how I feel I I don't have a script I don't have a piece of paper I've only been doing this for what three months and and I can sit down and talk to a veteran just like I've known him my whole entire life it's it comes easy to me because I've been, I probably spent about 15 years of my life being around veterans, women, men, um, officers, enlisted. And, and it's, it's, it's very uh, natural for me to talk to guys. And I've got my problems too, and I can relate. So, and I'm not somebody writing a, a book about this guy. We're just talking over lunch or what have you. And uh, they feel more, they can let their hair down. And we have this program that, that they have a, uh, some hope that they, can, that they can go through and give them a better quality of life. It's very, very rewarding. I, I can't get enough of it. I, I think that when you had the article on TV uh, about this, I mean, I've been over in West Virginia eating lunch and had people come up to me and say, Mr. Wildman, you know, how does that program work? You know, we saw it on TV, you know, and I said, it's great. So I go out to my car and I get the sheet and the paper and I get Dirk's phone number and I tell him, you know, your friends and you anything about it. So I had a guy from the, he's going to uh, the VA over in uh, Wheeling and they, they talked about it. They have uh, groups to meet, group meetings and they wanted me to come over and explain to them about it. But I think that that opened a can in my area. You know, I mean, a lot of people know each other, like a small community, Martin's Ferry, you know, people, every, you know, everybody knows what everybody does. And I think that that article, you know, made a lot of things. And I think we have to build the confidence in those people to let them know, you know. And I tell them, you think I'm going to go for 30 days and sit for a half hour and they're going to help me? I said, I'm impatient now. I'm trying to calm down. <laughs> but, but I told them, you know, that that's what we have to do. By word of mouth, you know, and passing some literature out on it to, to get a chance to look at it and see what it is and take part in it. You know, I think the best thing you can do is, is publicizing what you do because Dirk only goes so far, you know, if nobody's calling him to get a group together or do something, you know, he's got a tremendous amount of work to do. You know, he, he does a lot, way, way more than a lot of people would ever think he does. He, he's a guardian angel for this program in our area. But uh, I, I think that you have helped a lot. I think you and your, and, and what you spoke about and, and that I think it did a lot for our area to, to make people recognize what it is. They just need the, the literature to look at it. They need to be able to go sit down and have someone talk about it, tell them about it. And that's what we're trying to do. So then how does this work, um, you know, Dirk? Because like, obviously you guys are in Ohio, but we are literally just across the river from, you know, West Virginia where I am. And then, you know, Sean's in Pennsylvania. So and the audience for this podcast in particular, I know a lot of it is kind of around the Pittsburgh area. So what happens then, you know, if somebody sees this and they have maybe the means to get to you in Ohio, like, can, can they call you? How can we, you know, help people connect with this? Yeah, they have, if they, if they want to come and do the program, probably the closest location to them at this point in time would be Barnesville area. Uh, and there's other locations that we have as well. But uh, right now, you know, that, Within an hour time frame, we see a lot of people can do that traveling distance. But outside that, we have places as well. We're trying to get funded right now. We're not getting funded, but there's some organizations who want to help us. Big organizations throughout the state that say, hey, we know you're funded for the program, but what can you use? We're like, 
well, we need some of these guys come from my state, guys come from my state, may need some gas money, some lodging, you know, five days a week or whatever. So we're, we're doing things right now to get that covered. And we do have organizations where we're set right now for, you know, if we have a handful right now, we, we can take care of those individuals pretty easily. Uh, they just have to reach out to myself and I'll get them directed in the right way. How do they connect with you? Uh, I have an email address and I have a phone number and uh, I'd be more glad to share it with you. Uh, Great. We'll have that in the description uh, here on YouTube. And whenever you, uh, if you download this audience uh, on uh, your pot, favorite podcast, check the description of the podcast and we'll have uh, Dirk's informate contact information to get in touch with him uh and then nuts and bolts of this is is it does there a cost does the veteran need insurance uh do they is there funding for someone to come in and be able to do it for free how does that all work this is all in a how uh state funded project right now and uh funded through the taxpayers dollars and uh it's free to the veteran you know they may absorb some expense of the gas and whatever to get there but uh there's no expense and there's no self-diagnosis of anything, you know, if they, it's a quality of life. If you come and tell me, you don't have to say you're active duty and we know that you're in law enforcement or something and you're afraid of uh, jeopardizing your job or not being able to carry a firearm because you have post-traumatic stress. Or you, if you, if you want to, if you need some better sleep, then that's good enough. well, that's good enough. We don't do any diagnosis. You tell us what you need and we help you with that. And first responders, right, Dirk, you guys did, I know the first round that you guys did was just veterans, but now, you know, first responders are welcome too? Yes, ma'am, and that even includes uh, the guards in the uh, prison systems as well. They've extended it to that far. So, so any of the uh, firemen, uh, first uh, police officers, uh, yep. hospital, anybody that does that first responders in line of duty. Mm -hmm. One of the things in our rural areas is uh, with the first responders is, you know, in the big cities, they, they're going around and they're, a lot of the people, they see a lot of devastating things, but the ones like with Terry and his small community, he's been responding to people that he's known his entire life. He may respond to his best friend's kid having, you know, life or death situations. So those stressors are even added anymore. And there's no way to document that, yes, I was a volunteer fire department. So we have a, a POS thing that people sign off saying, my name is Dirk Harkins, and I'm a volunteer fire department fireman, and that's all we need to know. Hmm. And when I first started looking into this, there was something called Ohio Veterans Now program, the neuromodule, neuromodulation operation wellness. Uh, is that what the program is still called if people were to Google it? No, we have a, a thing online now. It's called the Ohio ETMS program. That was a program that we had the first year when we was with uh, – uh, the High State University Western Research Department. And then we was also with uh, Perry Behavior Health Choices in New Lexington, Ohio. At the same time, we was all joint teams. But this year, the programs, this time is run through Perry Behavior Health Choices in New Lexington. So that program is no longer with us. Okay, so now it's called Ohio ETMS program. Yes, sir. Okay, I'll make sure to try to uh, get some links on there for you as well. Um, boy, uh, this sounds like an incredible opportunity for veterans. I hope that our audience uh, hears about it, spreads the word, connects with you, and attempts to come in for for treatment uh, should they think uh, that they can get, uh, that it can help them. Yeah. A anybody who, uh, there, uh, there's not a person, what we want to do is get this available for everybody in the public, because everybody can benefit from this. I, I'm not, you know, you don't have to have the most post-traumatic stress or anything. If you just want better sleep, better quality of life, whatever it is, anybody can benefit from it. So whatever they, you know, your quality of life's a little different than mine or Brian's or Terry's, so whatever they need, we can, I'm sure we can help. And, uh, you know, I know it's very different. You know, I'm glad you guys are veterans telling other veterans about this. I know it's, you know, not quite the same when a civilian like me tells people about it, but I have done a lot of veteran stories over my five years here in the Ohio Valley, and I have never seen anything like what you guys have done and what it's grown into. It's been a privilege for me to watch it, but I mean, if anybody wants to take my word for it, just hearing the stories of you guys and other veterans you've introduced me to, Dirk, I mean, this seems it is the real deal. I've, I've never seen or heard about transformations quite like this, really. Yeah, it's amazing. Everybody's looking for that magic pill, and I wouldn't call it a magic pill, but I would say it's probably close to it. pretty close to it.
we can call it a magic helmet, right? Because it's magic helmet. helmet. Right. <laughs> and I will have links, uh, Catherine, you did uh, two stories on this. Uh, I'll have links to those two stories from WTRF in the description below. So if you're watching this on YouTube, just scroll down, uh, click on that. It'll take you right to the WTRF website and Catherine's amazing uh, reporting on this on this treatment. Um, but uh, gentlemen, uh, Catherine, I, I just want to thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast and sharing this information and sharing a bit of your story. Um, you're welcome at the VBC events at any time. We'd love to hear more of your your service um, at this at those times. And, and Catherine, I'd love to give you the, the final word here as we sign off. Yeah, just thank you guys for coming. And, um, you know, not only for your service, but also for the work that you continue to do. I've heard so many veterans tell me that kind of your service to the public often doesn't end after you, um, you know, separate from the military. And I think if anybody is an example of that, it's you guys, because you're constantly trying to help your, you know, brothers in, in the military and brother veterans. And I just, I admire the work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And for our audience, please like, share, subscribe, ring the bell on YouTube so you're the first to know whenever we release new episodes. Check out Catherine Guyan at WTRF. Um, and uh, make sure that uh, you reach out to me, Sean, S-H-A-U-N, at veteransbreakfastclub.org. If you want to learn more about this treatment or if you want to be connected with Dirk, happy to pass you along. Um, and thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you all again on another episode of The Scuttlebutt. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Uh, and thank you all again. Uh, and if you're watching here on YouTube, just hold on just a minute here because we have some bonus content uh, of what Catherine is going to provide for me, um, some some video of uh, the actual treatments being done. So you can see it here on screen. Um, anything else in this video we should know about, Catherine? Um, no, just this will take you to the uh, room at the Harrison County Sheriff's Office. As I mentioned, um, I first met these guys in 2019 during their first program and then caught up with them actually late last year. So you'll kind of see how it evolved a little bit and uh, more growth to come, I hope, for them. Awesome. Thank you, Catherine. And as our audience, thank you again. Uh, we'll see you on another episode. return home from combat, sometimes they're left with more than memories. That can be a physical injury or a mental scar that we can't see but won't go away. But what happens when a veteran feels like there's no help left? 22 veterans a day commit suicide, but inside a small room in Harrison County, they're taking the first steps to reduce that number. It definitely is a better life. We're trained in the military to suck it up and drive on, and it's a good concept in battle. But not always when it comes to readjusting from combat to the comforts of home. 30 days, and that's a very short amount of time to get the rest of your life back. The humming of the TMS machines inside the Harrison County Sheriff's Office is a welcome noise to area veterans. And what they're doing is kind of pressing control, alt, delete in, in the brain, and we're rebooting it. We're slowing the neurons down, or we're speeding them up so that the, both sides of the brain work at their optimal level. It's called transcranial magnetic stimulation, and it's helping veterans with PTSD, brain injuries, and much more. I felt a tingle go down my hands, and I've never been able to close my hands for years and years. And right then, I, could, I closed a complete fist without any problem. I am proud of what I did. Uh, I did what I thought I should do at the time. And, uh, you know, I just, just have to live with the aftermath. Roy Stewart is a Vietnam veteran. He says he's struggled mentally for years, especially after his wife died. His stepson, also a veteran, sustained a head injury during his service. It's definitely worth it because I feel better and my stepson's doing better. Spend time with the group that frequents this room and they'll tell you how much TMS changed their lives. And it's not just for veterans. The treatment is FDA approved for headaches and anxiety. This has made me more at ease. Uh, it's made me more comfortable. Dirk Harkins sets up these machines five days a week. He works so hard to help others because he knows how TMS can change a life. I found myself in a high-speed chase from the local law enforcement agencies, and I pulled over and tried to suicide by cop at that time. Harkins served in the Army, was injured, returned home, and was never the same. But that night in jail, he called his friend, Ohio State Senator Frank Hoagland, who got him into TMS treatments in Texas. It just started giving me clarity. It gave me uh, mental focus and energy. And, uh, you know, it started giving me my life back. 
He now channels that energy into getting more TMS treatments to veterans in the Buckeye State. Working with Senator Hoagland and local sheriff's departments, they want to make sure it's available to anyone, anywhere who needs it. It's going to start right here in the High Valley and we're just going to spread out across the state. If you're a veteran or first responder and would like to learn more about TMS and what it does, you can call Dirk Harkins at the number on your screen and you will also find much more information at WTRF.com. What would you do to change your life? For the far too many veterans and first responders caught in the struggles of PTSD, the answer is just about anything. Last year, 7 News brought you to a small room inside the Harrison County Sheriff's Department where a groundbreaking treatment was pulling people away from the lingering trauma of military service and towards a new life. And because of the life-altering success, the program is expanding across Ohio. And I just reached a point in my life, you know, that I couldn't stand what I was doing. You know, and I tried to commit suicide once, you know, and my daughter ran to the basement just screaming, no, daddy, no. For 50 years, Terry Wildman carried what happened in the jungles of Vietnam with him. He sought treatment, and it helped, but it wasn't enough. Then he found TMS in Harrison County. This machine right here, a lot of guys coming in here having post-traumatic stress to, to severe levels, I mean, to where they're thinking about doing bad things. And uh, this gave them hope. Dirk Harkins has faced his own struggles with PTSD. He too had TMS treatment change his life, but he had to travel to Texas for it. To know that I have brothers and sisters back here in Ohio struggling from the same thing and didn't have the ability to get this like I did, the fight was on. The fight continues to expand the treatment in Ohio, but it's getting easier. Thanks to funding from the state, it will be more widely available, and not just to veterans, but first responders too. You may be able to be at better focus, better response times. You may have, um, you know, we, we work with we work with people all over the country, and you know, we hear, you know, my, my my wife likes me again, my children tolerate me again. You know, I'm able to sleep better, focus better, concentrate, uh, and then how does that impact your work? TMS treatments work with magnets. As Harkins describes it, it reboots the brain. I've been slept for 50 years. Every night. My life, I'm back in the jungle, something's wrong, you know, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. The treatment is FDA approved for migraines, anxiety, and OCD, but it's also helping participants with a critical basic function. They go from restless nights to a more sound sleep. I couldn't believe what was happening. I thought, my God, where has this been years and years ago? While the treatments are five days a week for 30 days, the results come fairly quickly. And even after you're done, the program has a way to make sure the benefits of TMS don't wear off. Let's say in a couple months your, your sleep starts going down. We are notified by our technology and the doctors are notified. The peer support people are notified and we'll give you a call. They call it a quality of life machine. And Harkins says all it takes is commitment to the program to get those life-changing results. And we're seeing that it's reducing opioid cravings, alcohol, it's, giving, it's relieving pain, mobility. It's amazing some of the things I'm seeing, how it's working. TMS treatments will be available in Barnesville, New Lexington, Columbus, and Youngstown at the end of this month. And, of course, that initial center at the Harrison County Sheriff's Department will be there as well. Veterans or first responders who think they could benefit from this treatment can call Dirk Harkins at the number you see there on your screen. It's 740-491-7125. Thank you for watching this episode of The Scuttlebutt. I'd like to take a moment to thank both of our sponsors, the first being DND Metal Recycling and Auto Salvage. They began as a small hauling and used auto parts operation in the Pittsburgh area in the late 1970s, but they've grown into a full-service metal recycling company with two locations, Lawrenceville and Tarentum. D&D accepts all types of metal, both ferrous and non-ferrous, that may be generated by industrial manufacturing, construction and demolition, small commercial entities, as well as individual customers. They have a wide variety of material handling equipment and are capable of managing any type of job in a timely and efficient manner. You can contact them for quotes and availability at D&D, that's D&D Auto Salvage. 
dnd.com. Uh, thank you so much to DND. Uh, they've been a sponsor for quite some time, and we really appreciate their support. Uh, the second being Tobacco-Free Adagio Health. They are dedicated to reducing and preventing tobacco use and to getting the word out about the hazards of smoking and secondhand smoke. They're all about health. So they want people to quit and they have classes and nicotine replacement therapy and a popular quit line, which is the easiest number to remember ever, 1-800-QUIT-NOW. They also educate people, children especially, about tobacco use from cigarettes, cigars, pipes, chew snuff, and other nicotine products like vaping. Finally, Tobacco-Free Adagio Health advocates for public and private policies that ensure healthy places to live, work, and play. You can learn all of what Tobacco-Free Adagio Health offers at tobaccofree.adagiohealth.org, or you can watch our recent episode with Tobacco-Free Adagio Health on the Scuttlebutt, uh, where they talk about a lot of the programs that they offer for those who are looking to quit. Thank you to both of our sponsors for their continued support of the Scuttlebutt podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks.